looking at the uncommon woman summit, right? Right? Ladies prayer network, you pray. All right, so I believe there's a praying machine women here tonight. Amen. Praise Amen. God. All right, women are known with prayer. All right. And then so we are looking at the uncommon woman, and then we are saying that is a summit 2021, and then you are that woman. But I want us to look at just one woman tonight before I move into my presentation. God bless you. I'm going to be talking about financials, but I love so much to talk about relationship because that defines your future. And this also has an important place in your future. Praise God. Let me tell you a story. There's a man in Nigeria, and the first time he will be born in the plane, his name is Mutumba. And then he got to the airport. He didn't know anything about plane. He doesn't know because he has never been there before. So as he entered into the plane, if you are going to the, uh, the pilot side, you go to the left. If you are going to the cruise side, you go right. And then the guy, because he doesn't know anything, he just goes straight to the left. Without asking any question, he sits at the very position where the pilot should sit. And then while expecting the second pilot, he didn't wait at all to expect him. He just put the plane and start flying. And then as he started flying, he saw himself moving up and he was so excited. He said, here I come, straight away to the United States of America. And then people in the, in the plane started shouting. And then because they know that their life is at risk. And unfortunately, what did he do? He crashed the plane. And that was the end of his life. What happened to him? He burst into an opportunity he never prepared for. Life is about preparation. You must prepare for it. People think because you sleep with anybody or anybody can sleep with anybody, mad women can sleep with mad men and they will give birth. And then sometimes I tell people that your mother and your father is possibly a mystic. They have come together, but you are not a mystic. And so because you are not a mystic, you need to prepare for life. Don't just think everything will just fall in place. I tell you, prepare for your relationship, prepare for your career, prepare for your calling, prepare for everything in life because you have come to campus to study four years and you are studying something that you may not use for the rest of your life. And yet you write all kinds of paper, you will do exam, and then they will bamboozle you here and there. I tell you the truth, many of you, you are not going to use that thing. That certificate, you will not use it. For good. For good, you will use it. So what must you prepare for? Prepare for those things that you will not get certificate for. Prepare for your career. Prepare for your relationship. Nobody will give you certificate, but I tell you the truth, you must prepare for it. I want us to quickly look at the book of Judges, chapter 4, verse 4, and I lay a foundation just for the next two minutes. Judges, chapter 4, verse 4. We're reading about the, the lady, Deborah. I wonder, the Bible didn't record so many failure, but it told us so much about women that have success. The Bible says that, and Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidot, she judged Israel at that time. That's the only verse we're going to look at. I want you to say with me, say my identity, my, identity, my, calling, my calling, my partnership, my partner, and, my career. and my career. That's the order we are seeing here. And Deborah, they introduced a lady to us. The first thing you heard about her was what? Identity. A name. A name. Name is identity. When I mention your name, it rings a bell in my heart. It tells me of your weaknesses, your strength. It tells me of your character. It tells me of your lifestyle. 
when I hear the name Portia, I believe when I leave this place tonight, it rings a bell to me. It tells me about a lady who has impacted a generation at that time when she found herself in KNUSA. That's what the name rings to me. So name talks about your identity, both the known and the unknown. And the Bible says that a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, which we are going to talk about tonight. But the first thing I want you to know is that you must first of all choose a good name for yourself. Say to me, with me, I, have, I will choose a good name for myself. Proverbs 22 verse 1 says that a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name rather to be chosen than a good name is better than money. A good name will give you money. And a good name will give you so much more than money. So the Bible says a good name is to be chosen. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 1. The scripture says a good name is better than precious. Ointment is better. It's better. So the first thing you heard about Deborah was a name. And Deborah. The identity. How many of you have heard about Deborah before? You have heard about Deborah, right? That's a name. That's the first thing. The second thing is a calling. Say with me, a calling. A calling. Say my calling. My calling. The Bible says, and Deborah, a prophetess. That's a calling. She was a prophetess. It's not because she married or because she didn't marry. That's a calling from God. She discovered the purpose. Having known and realized that you have a name you've got to bear, the second thing you need to work on is your calling. What's your calling? What has God called you to do? Why are you here? The Bible says the day of death is better than the day you were born. Ecclesiastes 7.1 the day of death is better than the day you were born. Some of you like to celebrate birthday. Today you have in Hadi, right? In Hadi, you want to tell people ahead. You want to tell people today is my birthday. You know, lady, somebody just tagged me yesterday. The longer I met her, she tagged me. I said, wow, people are running crazy. So you want people to know about your birthday, but you also need to write about your obituary now. What do you want people to say about you when you die? You need to write about it because that's more important than when you were born. If our circumstances around your bed may not be favorable, it may be a bad story to tell, but you will determine when, sorry, how you will die and the story you will leave behind. And the, but the second thing you have there is a calling. She's a prophet. The third thing is a partnership. Say with me, a partnership. A partnership. That's when she married. That's partnership. So what are you going to take into partnership in marriage? That's what you take. If you don't have it, you can't give it. Law slogan says, never that court non habit. What you don't have, you can't give. So another thing, having known the name, the calling, the next thing, you need to begin to ask yourself, what am I taking into my partnership? Am I taking perforated wound into this partnership? Am I taking used, useless, second-hand, home-used body? into this partnership. What am I taking into this partnership? By the time I get into this partnership, would my partner say that, oh, the, the much you are bringing in is not out there because what are you taking into this partnership? Whatever body are you taking into this partnership? She's a wife of Lapidot. A wife of Lapidot. So you've got to know what you are taking into your partnership and you've got to begin to prepare for that now. So everything you are preparing for during this summit are the things you are taking into your partnership. Is that not it? That's all you are taking into your partnership. You are not prepared, then you take useless things into the partnership. Praise God. 
The fourth thing is your career. Say with me, my career. My career. You see, your career is the last. Am I saying it's not important? It's important. The Bible says, and she judged Israel at what? At that time. What does that suggest to you? That time, it will pass. Your career will pass. The world is upside down. You have come to university to study four-year course. I love to tell young ladies, I ask them, when are you going to get married? Yeah, I don't know. I say, you don't know. You must be stupid. <laughs> but, you know, some of them, they don't know when they will get married. But they know how to eat what married people are eating. They know how to do what married people are doing. Cha-cha, love you. See you tomorrow. And the guy just says, oh, baby, I love you. See you in the dream. But you don't know. You didn't ask this guy, when are you going to be married? You need to know. So your career is the last at that time. It's, after a while, you'll be done with your career. Is that not it? Don't you think so? you retire. Will you retire as a wife? Will you retire as a mother? Will you retire in your calling? Will you retire your name? A prophetess at that time. If you read the next verse, they changed it. She's no more the judge of Israel. So you've got to know what will last longer and give it priority. So as much as you will give your academics, your career, your every other thing, priority, you must know what you must also give priority. All right, let's go. Today we're going to look at the topic given to me is understanding money, developing investments, mentality, and budgeting made easy. So I want you to know, first of all, the four things you must have at the back of your mind, which is a good name, your calling, your what, your partnership, and the last one, what? Your career. That's the order. That's the order. Don't put career first. You will miss it. And don't put partnership first. You will miss it. Okay, let it be in that order. That is the order God wants it to be. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's the topic given, but I want to remodify it to financial intelligence and empowerment. Then with these, we'll be able to cover that topic. The first question that comes to mind, I started asking myself, do they really need this? Or I should talk about relationship, but I'm not called to talk about relationship, so I'm going to tell you you need this. Financial intelligence and empowerment. Several things started coming to my mind as I was preparing for this because I am a wife. We have talked about how young people comes into lots of opportunities and they are blowing it up. But they don't know that they've got something right in their hands. So I want you to tear a sheet of paper. I want to give you a teaser. So you have had this. You've had congratulations. Congratulations. So African Gifted Foundation grants in Ghana has listed you as one of the qualified students in KUSC for a scholarship worth of 100,000 Ghana C. Say congratulations to your friend. Congratulations. Does that worth it? Does it work? congratulations? 100,000 Ghana cities? Is it a big money? Is it a cool money? All right, for four-year course. So... Put this in paper. In not more than five lines, draw your budget for these 100,000 dollars. <laughs> it's been given to you. Draw your budget. Just four lines or five lines. 
So you just draw. I'll use 10,000 for this. I'll use this. It's your money. Just plan it the way you like. Let's be fast about it. It's your money. You can believe it. And it can be yours. Alright, not more than five lines. Can we quickly do that? Hundred thousand Ghana cities. If you don't have a budget for it, just tell me my parent has already paid for my school fees. I don't have any. Whatever you want to use it for, it's not necessarily five lines, whatever you want to use it for. If you feel you want to give it to me, if you feel you want to just whatever, anything, it's your money, just project for it. I just have about uh, three seconds more. All right, I'm going to continue while you have that with you. So you budgeted for it, right? What do you want to use the 100,000 Ghana cities for? What you don't handle in your heart, you can't handle it in your hands. Whatever you have not handled, first of all, in your heart, it can't be in your hands. All right, so whatever you want to be in your hands, you must, first of all, handle it at heart. Handle it at heart. Someone was talking to me yesterday. He said, my wife doesn't know how to manage. She spends anyhow. You know, in every young lady, there is a woman. In every woman, there is a mother. In every mother, there is a grandmother. There is a wife, right? There is a great, great grandmother. And don't ever think that you will have all these nice shapes in you forever. You get right? Don't ever think you will have this good, right shape forever. This shape. Eh? It's not going to be forever. <laughs> so there is someone inside. That's a woman inside. There's a mother inside, there's a wife inside, and that one will keep growing older. And so I would like you never to reason like a baby. Reason like a mature person that you have. Don't be carried away by youthful exorbitant. Don't ever be carried away. Enjoy yourself, but don't ever get yourself involved in anything that will hurt your future. All right, so you have planned for that. The Bible says in Proverbs 12, 11, He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread, but he that follow vain persons is void of understanding. 
tonight I can make you shout. I used to have that skill so much in Nigeria. But you can shout tonight, then you go back home with MTA. Nothing is there. I can make you shout. I can we just shout and shout. But one of the prayers I began to, I started praying to God concerning you is that Lord, please help them to take back home substance. Let them take back home substance. So he that tilleth his land, he would have plenty food. Your land is your life. Tilling it is preparing it. If you're an agriculturist, you know that when you till the ground, what do you do? You mix it up, right? You prepare it, right? You break the fallow ground. Is that not what you do? So the same way when you till your life, you prepare it. Don't just sow into it. You will have much bread. And so what I've given to you is for you to think about that you will know that God will allow resources come into your hand. What are you going to do with it? Now, I want to quickly define to you what is money because one of the things I was asked to cover is to talk, talk about understanding money. So what is money? Money is a legal tender, resources, tool, and instruments necessary and required for exchange. You need it for exchange. You need money for exchange. Sometimes it's like oxygen, but I want to tell you it's not. But the Bible says money is a defense. Solo told us that. You know Solo? He's the richest guy on earth. Who was the richest guy on earth? So he told us money is a defense. He told us money answers all things. Is that not it? Now, so truly, there are three things that controls the whole world. Money, sex, power. Those are the three things defining what you do. Those are the three things defining your movement. Those are the three things that make so many ladies to say yes to the wrong guy. Those are the three things that determines, you know, what happens to you. So money, power, sex. Now money is very powerful. That's why you see many pastors that God hasn't called. He hasn't had any call from God. He said, I'm a pastor. God has called me. I receive a call. Most of the churches you see in Africa today is simply because people don't have what to do and they need to eat, they need to survive. So they quickly open a church. The question I ask is this, as a pastor, you need to show me my, your CV, what have you laid down before you receive this call? Many people aren't laying down anything. Rather, they see ministry and calling as a means to an end. They see it as a life, means of livelihood, but that's not how it used to be. It used to be the other way around. You'll be hearing that this guy is a doctor. He left his job. He's now in one bush. This guy is a doctor. When, in fact, Mensa Otabi said when they joined ministry, they didn't know they would get money. You know, he said it jokingly. He said they just were, they were just doing the thing. Then after a while, money began to come. They said, ah, so this thing can give money. So they didn't have that mindset. But today, it is that mindset we have. If I'd come to this meeting with my regalia and then I have my four or five people followed me down and I, you know, you have, you have, you know, you're a sad kind of a You're a sad kind of a fissing. Then the pastor, he says, pastor. So money is an exchange power. It gives you the ability to get what you want. It gives you the ability to get what you want. Let's quickly look at the nature of money. Nature. Money has a nature. It has a nature. And so we want to look at tonight, what is the nature of money? Money is like water. It takes the shape and size of its container or holder. It takes the shape. Look at this. When you pour the water into this glass cup, it takes the shape of that glass cup. Pour it into something that looks like a bag, it takes the shape of that bag. Then put it in, in a rubber or nylon, as we call it, it also takes the shape of that. Money is not an evil in itself, 
but the love of it is always the root of all evil. The Bible says money, the love of money, 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10, is the root of all evil. Don't forget, the love of it is the root of all evil. And the Bible says that so many people are converting for it, they injure themselves, they pierce themselves with all manner of sorrow. Don't enjoy yourself with sorrow because you love money. Don't go into a relationship because of money. The guy may not be looking like he has the money today, but tomorrow is the richest guy in Ghana. So don't depict, you are not, don't go to any prophet to go and see any vision for you. I say, please, I have these three names. Kofi, Nana, Ado, which one is mine? <laughs> then you put Kofi on top because he's got money. Then Nana, they are the top, the, the third, because he doesn't have money. He's still a student. His trouser is like this. We have seen a lot of that. A lady, a friend of hers, she loves money so much. Ah, she loves it. She told us, I can't marry someone who doesn't have money. Then a guy came to him and he said, The guy can be interested in Look at you. Look at you. Then another guy will be coming in his car. Five minutes. All those things. The way you want to call the solution, you can call for 10 minutes. You can keep Yes, like that. The guy should be surprised. Walks in shirts. It's a big goal. It's not a funny thing to me. Are you recording? That's why I left. She's my sister in the fellowship. We're praying together, speaking in tongues. God was speaking to us. She and my wife. When we pray, God will speak to God will say, This is what I want. God will do this. When they pray, they will see vision. Yes. Because of the love of money. So when you love money, don't love money. Somebody is asking, ah, what do you mean I shouldn't love money? That's what the Bible says. Yes, you're asking me. I can see your heart now. You're asking me. Somebody is asking me. So you always say we shouldn't love money. Don't love money. Don't love it. Hence, you are supposed to see it as instrument to be used and not the lover to be loved. Use it. Say, I will use money. I, will use I won't love it. Money is not my lover. Use it. Do you love the knife in your home? <laughs> See this knife, I love this one. I'll just play. <laughs> you don't love you use them. Don't you use them? You use them. Use. Let's look at the nature of money. Look at this. Money is like a bicycle. And you have the power to decide what it is to you. You will decide what it is to you and how you wish to engage it. A ride or a push? Master or servant? Now look at this lady. The choice is yours. It's your choice. You make your choice. Now look at this lady. She's doing what? What's she, what's she doing? Now look at this guy. What's he doing? The choice is yours. You can carry it. Now, if you meet a good rider, 
You on foot, you can't beat him. Is that not it? A good rider, you can't beat him on foot. So, so money is like that. You, you decide what you want to use. Maybe you want to be pushing it or you want to ride it. So you can choose to ride on it. You climb on it and ride it. You say, I'm going to ride on money. So money is not going to be my master. I'm not going to carry you on my head. I'm going to use you to achieve what needed to be achieved. That's how we see money. So you are getting it now. So that's how you, you should see money. Never you allow money to, 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 to use you. When you say yes to a guy because he has money, the money is using you. When that guy has access to your life, it's money that is using you. It's not that guy. Nature of money. Do you know that Jesus talked more about money in the Bible than he did about heaven and earth combined? He spoke so much about money. Because you know, this thing is ruining lives. Jesus talked more about money as twice, sorry for my the, the typography, as, as twice as much as faith and prayer combined together. He spoke more about money. 15% of everything Jesus said related to money and possession. It means this is important. The only thing Jesus spoke more than money is the kingdom of God. Every other thing held, he spoke more about money. He used Parables, he spoke about money. He talks about the shoe servant. He talks about talent. He talks about different kinds of things about money. Why? Does he mean the Lord loves money? No. He knows the position of money. He knows that money is a master. God is a master. Matthew chapter 6, the Bible says, choose. Either God or what? Or mammon. Mammon is a God of materialism. God of money. So money is so powerful. If you want to know, check it out. When your dad is not having money, he's always angry at home. Did you see that when you were growing up? <laughs> Thank you so much. Now let's go. Mammon and God were placed. Next slide. Mammon and God were placed on same platform for comparison in the Bible. Why could this be? Matthew 6.24. I'm laying a foundation. There are four things money does. Number one, it's purchasing force and power. That's why Jesus spoke about money. Please listen carefully. At this stage of your life, all you think is that you are collecting money from home and that you don't have to think about how to use money. But I want to tell you, you need to begin to think about it. Most of the time, I see a lot of students here wasting money and I'm seeing a lot of resources being wasted every day on campus. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. Don't think I have a small mind. I see resources being wasted every day. Then I'm wondering, a guy will carry a lady. They are going to ice car. <laughs> Almost three times a week. The lady is The guy is going to ice car. I say, fish for. You don't have the money. Then the lady too will sit down. If the lady loves you, she will tell you, let's save this money. Let's, let's invest in, in cryptocurrency. Let's, let's invest. If we invest in the next four years, we'll see what will happen to us. The only land I've ever bought in Nigeria, I and my wife bought it as a student. The only land. Have I bought another one? No. <laughs> the only one we bought, we bought it as a student. We went together. My wife was telling me, buy this one. I said, you're a thief. How can I buy that? Then we fought. I can't forget that day. She was fighting and she buy something bigger. I was thinking about the money. Because that money, we borrowed it from my church member, who is my auntie. The guy needs money. I was telling her, I said, 
So, why are, you, why are you interested in free lunch from a guy? It doesn't make you look cranny. It doesn't hurt to you. Guys, guys have space, man. Let me tell you about guys. Let's go and eat. All right, let's go. We got, where are you? Let me see, come. Hey, baby, what do you want? She's a classmate or whatever she is. He is. Just what? But you want to eat something. The guy will be thinking, how do I get this? I'm talking of wicked guys, not like this one. Wicked guys, I want to eat you. It has possessing force, power. So a guy can use money to get your body if he wants to. If you like money, he will use money to get your I saw a girl, she's another girl. Then the guy goes just there. I said, Where do you see this? This iPad. Ah, I told my I said, ah, this guy has got in here. The guy just gives you the phone. It's oh my god! The guy receives the hugs. The guy just says, oh baby, baby. Then the whole of your heart down, everything is open. It's a trap. Until that relationship is confirmed, don't collect things from that guy. Until you have studied that guy. I always tell everybody wherever I go, my wife, all of her phone from university days till date have been buying it. So I'm not saying a guy can't buy something. But check his heart first, okay? Before he buys you something. Please, we are talking money. It's compelling force. Money has a compelling force. That's what we have said. It can compel you to do what you don't want to do. It can compel you, money. It, it can compel a person to do what he does not want to do. Number three, it's revealing force. It reveals your heart. If you are promiscuous, money around you will reveal your heart. If you are lousy, money around you will reveal it. Money will reveal your pride. If you are proud, money will reveal everything on, in the inside of you. If you are disrespectful, it will reveal it when money gets in your hand. Money is deceitful. 
Money can be deceitful. It will deceive. That's why so many young people, they lay their hands on money, the money begins to control them. Then they can't listen to any instructions anymore. They feel that I've gotten it all. No, it's not true. It's only that money that is deceiving you. Money is only deceiving you. Now, I need to tell you that money is not bad in itself, but it takes the shape of the owner, of the owner. If you are wicked at heart, when you hold money, the money becomes a wicked money. If you are immoral at heart, you hold the money, the money becomes immoral. You know some guys, I've met guys before. They just give you money. You want to open your heart. And then at the end of the day, hoping the down part with money. They just throw money at you. How many of you have heard about Blackberry before? Thank you. Do you know some ladies lost their virginity for Blackberry? You see a blackberry tree. What, what's the phone? What's the phone? Do you know some ladies are using their virginity? They say it's your, you see your heart that they used to fry something, to fry virginity. Is that not what they say? They say, you see your that oh yeah, that we used to fry, uh, fry what? What's that thing? That thing like popcorn. No, not see. <laughs> so they lose it. Say, what is virginity? Oh. Go and ask mothers in front. They will tell you. Of virginity is. Have you asked your mom before? Will she tell you, Mom, did you marry us in bed? She would have told me to be have virginity and put her on bed for When I asked my mom, I'm over 40, I asked her 40, two years ago. I said, Mom, did you meet my dad after the She wasn't willing to tell me the story. Even I'm sure, married. I said, what do you mean? Tell me the story. Then she told me the story. My dad was wrong for her. You see, she wasn't too tough. So let's look at financial intelligence. Your future, it all begins now. It all begins now. A wasteful lady today is simply wasteful to woman tomorrow. Wife and mother. If you are wasteful, I see a lot of you staying at the engineering gate going to buy things there. You can't cook. Wasting money. You see that thing? They can't cook. Then I'm wondering, when you marry, you say, baby, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Sir? Yeah? They will cook that time. Don't waste money. No matter the amount of money that comes to your hand, if you are not financially informed and intelligent, you will squander it and return to ground zero. It is just a matter of time. No matter the amount of money, you squander it, you go back to ground zero. So if you have scholarship, you've got to think. If you don't, some of you, you get, you get scholarship, you don't need the money. Yet you want to spend it. Please, if you don't know, look for the most reliable bank in Ghana and throw it there and just leave it there. Just forget it. If you don't know, look for the most reliable company in Ghana. If they don't have it in Ghana, go look for it in any other country. The most reliable. Look at their history. They've been around for 100 years. Throw it there and forget it. Just forget about the money. Just Then the next day, you don't have money again. Throw the money there. Let the money begin to work for you. If you have the money, you don't know what to do with it. Maybe 4,000 Ghana cities, 2,000 Ghana cities. In your village, you have land. Isn't that what is that land doing there? Buy it. Get the document. Just forget about it. In 10, 20 years to come, that land may be what will make you the richest guy in your town. If you don't know. So don't say, oh, I'm too young to buy land. What do I want to use land for? Oh, I'm a, my parent is taking care of me. You don't know what will happen to your parents. Do you know? Don't bank on them. 
Your response to lead to a small money today is what determines how you will undo huge money tomorrow. There is no difference at all. It's all about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. When you get windfall, money you don't expect, money you don't need, what do you do with it? What do you do with the windfall? Money you don't need at the present moment. What do you do with it? You want to spend it. Money is pushing you. That's why it has compelling force. Some people, the moment money gets into their pocket, is pushing them. The money is pushed back, 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 back. Impulse buy, 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 buy. The money is now commanding them. You know some people with money, you drop it. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Then they will buy it. Buy this one to buy. These slippers, you need it. You you know, you see, money is the controlling, the controlling force on you. You say, money, shut up, shut up your mouth. I'm not buying. I'll control you. I've budgeted you. Go and stay. Behind you. I'm thinking what I will use it for. Money is okay. I had you, my master. I didn't know that's what you want. Because you want to control it. But when you allow it to control you, it controls you out of place. And that same attitude enters into marriage with you. And then you bring nothing into partnership. You'll be able to, your husband will just say, that my whole time. You know, some men can talk about their wife outside. You know, there are kind of nonsense men. There are, there are nonsense men. You know, I don't have to manage. Just spend it. Anyhow. You don't want to tell my wife. If my wife tells you something that's finished, I feel like it's possible. It hasn't finished. And she's all right. If I say, give me something, take that thing, I tell her, it's there. Bring it, it has not finished. Because it will never finish. That's how a woman is. That's why a man will give a woman something. The woman will produce something. The woman is a producer. The woman is not a consumer. The woman should be producing. Produce. You should be the backup for your husband. Backup for anybody. Go back home. I said, a lady was telling me she gave a guy money for the guy you haven't known for one year. For what? So I told my wife, I said, so if this girl has this much, so let's go to financial intelligence. So what is financial intelligence? We have what we call financial intelligence quotient, just like we have emotional intelligence. We have an IQ intelligence quotient, right? Now there is financial intelligence quotient, FIQ, which is referred to as financial ability to obtain and manage one's wealth by Obtain it, manage it by what? Understanding of how money works. So there is need for that understanding of how it works. Look at what we are teaching today is not how you be the richest guy in Ghana. No. What we are teaching today is how you can be financially empowered. How you not be messed up. How you don't look back and then you begin to value that thousand Ghana cities. May that not be your lot. But while a student is passing your hand, some of you, your parents are sweating. They've gone to borrow that money. They didn't tell you. They said, Daddy, thank you. Then you come to school, you begin to spend it anyhow. I told a younger sister one time when she was in school, I said, I am a wife. We told her she was an under level. I said, We them. They said, How much is the money? Every time we go meet her, she's shining. She's shining. She's wearing different clothes, different shoes, slippers. Today, now, she's When they do prayer, you know you don't have pressure on 
you know some of you here can afford to have 10,000 dollars cities in your account before you graduate. Because look, nobody is asking for money. Is anybody asking for money? By the time you graduate, some of you here can put a smile in the face of your parents. I said, Mom, what do you need? 5,000 dollars. I'll borrow you. You give me 6,000. <laughs> your dad needs money. He said, Dad, 2,000. You give me 3,000. You're in business already. Good deal. So you must know how to obtain money, and that's what we're going to. Seven habits to boost your financial IQ. First of all, sorry, I'm running seven seven habits. These are the habits you must cultivate to build your financial IQ. Number one, you must learn about personal finance. Learn about it, personal finance. What you should spend, what you should save, and what you should invest. You must understand. Track your net worth. Track your net worth. Track your net worth. Some of you want to buy good phones, nice phones. It's good, it's okay, but as you grow older, you realize that you buy phones that you use or you need. You don't just buy phones. You, where you need it to buy it. If you don't need it, you don't buy it. Okay? If you are into media, I tell you, you can buy any amount of phone. It's not too expensive. But if all you do is WhatsApp and make a call, I tell you, you don't need to fight to kill yourself to buy iPhone. Do you need it? You don't need to. So track your net worth. What is your net worth? Your net worth is your assets minus your liabilities. Your assets minus your liabilities. Phone, is it an asset or liability? Uh, to an extent, too, it's also an asset because you can sell it and bring the money back. But it's more of a liability, but it can be an asset, too, right? A lot of liabilities. Don't engage in it. Go for the good shoes that will last you longer. Don't buy it if you don't need it. Because they are, they are, in fact, they are useless. So don't buy what you don't need. Okay, do not borrow money at your level, at your age. Don't incur any liabilities for yourself. Keep having assets. Keep having assets. I will tell you, buy jewelry, gold. If you have the money, you don't know what to do with it. Go and buy gold. Huh? You see, that's asset. Is that not it? You can sell it and, and convert it to money. Buy gold. Buy gold. Not because you want to be wearing it. You are just buying it. Because those things are assets. And it keeps going up. Is that not it? It can be sold. It can be sold. Track your spending. Track your spending. If you are to cook at home and you are to buy or eat out, which one is better? How much would you save? Save something. Save something. Don't allow poverty to talk to you. You talked ahead of poverty. Don't allow lack to talk to you. Spend out of abundance in management. You understand? When you are spending in abundance, manage. Don't manage when you don't have. You see, it's, it's, it's too nonsense thing. You are mad. You say, why are you managing? Because I don't have. That's a poverty man's mentality. But you see, why are you managing? Because I have plenty of money. So when are you to manage? When you have plenty. Dana Kushi. Brajute. Stina. God bless you. God bless you. I pray for you, the hand of God rests upon you. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will raise you up as the Bora in your days. I pray for those of you that are here tonight. I ask the Lord will deliver you. Those of you that are having troubles with that that Fradia, Stelega. The Lord delivers you, break you away from wrong relationships. The Lord sets you free and sets your path on the right course tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that you receive strength 
to do what the Lord is demanding from you. I pray that you are receiving strength to be amongst those the Lord will use for this end time in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Now, we either manage from lack, manage from abundance. That's, that's the advantage point. Meet with a financial advisor and mentors. Let somebody mentor you. Let somebody talk to you about your spending. Tell somebody I have 500 Ghana cities. What can I use it for? I have this. What do I use it for? Let somebody talk to you about it. Invest in yourself. Read books. Read books. How many books would you be proud that you have read? Are you reading at all? If you are not reading, then you don't have anything to bring into partnership. You will be empty. You know, I tell you this. I was telling one woman, I saw my wife. My wife would have died. My first child would have died just for the sake of investment in herself. My wife read a book, Every Woman, when we married, right? She read Every Woman. So if my wife is talking to a doctor about any a guy, gynecologist, you have to go and read. So we have a doctor friend who just graduated, right? So when my wife is talking, she says, wow, how do you learn that? Because she's a doctor. What, what's it? What's it? It's not what they read you until you practice with several lives. So when my wife is talking to her, now, so when my wife gave that to the first child, there's an injection they ought to have given her. They didn't give her. She was the one who had the doctor. How about this? Then they almost killed her. A doctor lost a whole, his own wife because he didn't know. So when you read, you have life. When you read, you have knowledge. You save yourself from so many things. Students, I, I want to encourage you. Read. Sit down. Say to yourself, sit down. Say to your friends, sit down. Read. Read. I'm not just saying reading about your academic books. Read books. Read books. Read about marriage. Read about relationship. And what you read, do it. Read about different kinds of books. You'll be above. You'll be ahead. Network. Network. Some people say your network determines your network. People in your life is what determines who you are. People in your life is what determines who you are. Don't just be an introvert person. Leverage on relationship. Meaningful relationship. Meaningful relationship. Because the person you are relating with today, you do not know where he or she will be tomorrow. Meaningful relationship. So engage in networking. Don't just allow relationship to fall by the roadside. The last one is focus on what you can control. What you can control, focus on it. What you can't control, leave it. Don't let it bother you. All right, I'm moving fast. Don't seek financial empowerment for wrong reasons. You may not write everything because I'll give this slide. Don't so don't seek financial empowerment for wrong reasons. Some are seeking to be financially empowered because they hate poverty. They want to escape poverty. Some people because of survival and sustenance. They want to think how to eat for my child, my children, my husband. I just want to be okay. I want to live in the best parts of Ghana. I want to have cars. I want to enjoy myself. I just want to... No, it's a wrong reason for seeking financial empowerment. Don't seek for financial empowerment because of self-gratification. You just want to feel cool. I have arrived. Not because of self-actualization. I made it. At last, I have made it. I came from a very poor home, but now I have made it. No, that's a wrong reason. Don't seek for possessions and acquisitions. Some people just want to be acquiring things so that people will say they are rich. Those are wrong reasons for pursuing financial empowerment. Now, as I get to the second slide, which we're rounding up in short minutes ago, on your way to financial empowerment, there are key parameter indices, KPI, you must pay attention to. I've said some of it. Number one is save no matter how small. I don't want to embarrass you by asking how many of you save. Save. 
There are different kinds of savings. There are savings you won't touch. Don't touch it. Don't even think of touching it in the next two years. If you are in hundred level, save till you graduate. Save. No matter how small, save. Put it there. Set it aside. Some of us here, we know how to save, but we don't know how to spend it. I am a wife when we're saving. We're saving. Okay, we have to do national So they posted us to the same place and we're engaged and we are done our traditional marriage. So my wife, good, good wife. I pray you'll be like that. You'll be better. Amen. I pray you get a good wife like that. Amen. Because when you cooperate with your husband, things work better. So I tell my wife, I said, So how much are you collecting? She told me. I said, Then you care I was saving. So I saved like 90% of my income because I was working in the bank. She was working in the rural, in city. I won't eat in the morning. I'm saving. <laughs> then the bankers, they say, hey, go back. You know, I'm saving you now. You know, you, you're saving all your money. So I guess now. You have to come and eat. I will eat you now. I save all my money. <laughs> my wife is not demanding for me because she didn't want me because of money. I don't know. She didn't want me because of money. Did she want me because of money? No. Because she sees future. We are building future together. Don't be so. No. <laughs> so if you are not building future with a guy, you want him to buy things for you. You are not even asking him. Hey, how much are you saving? <laughs> don't worry. You just eat. Eat. Eat chicken. The guy is not interested. He just wants to get your money. But if the guy is interested, he says, how much are you saving? So so my mom wasn't interested in my money. She's interested in the future. So we're saving. I was saving, saving. I couldn't buy good phone. My phone was bad. I'm not interested in clothes. I'm saving. I'm saving. Then anytime they are talking in the fellowship, want to do something, I'll come around. I say, let us sew. Let's sew. I say, how much? I say, let's sew 20,000 naira. He say, ah. I say, it's not too much. Go over it. I saw the money. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves to save. Me, I love to spend. So spending not on useless cause. I told my wife, I said, don't continue to save this money. Let's do something with it. So the first bed we use in our wedding, we bought it from that money. And we bought, what do you call it? The bed? Is it bedding? And we bought it from that money. The wardrobe, everything. I was, I, we almost finished the money. And I told her, I said, I'm sowing it. Anytime they are preaching on TV, America, they say, so, as we are talking, and go so, pick the phone, pick the phone. <laughs> I'm talking to you, looking at me. <laughs> I'm going to come out and say, let's sow. <laughs> Save and don't spend it anyhow. Let it have a name. When you are to use it, so that you will say, This money I saved while in school. The pot we used, my wife used when she was seven, she brought it into marriage. Okay? She brought it into marriage. So save and give it a mark that this is what I use the saving for. Praise God. Number two, you must draw short and long term financial goals and plans. Draw it, write it on paper, write it. By the time I'm finishing, graduating from school, I want to have a thousand Ghana cities. What do you want to use it for? Don't worry about that first. You just write it. Opportunities will come. Investment opportunities will come your way. Write it. Short term, then long term goals. Write it. You see, because plans sometimes, what you plan don't go as you have planned it. 
The future is not your own. It belongs to God. So everything you are doing now, God will bless it. So you plan. Put pen on paper and then get some plans there and tell yourself, by the time I'm graduating, this is what I'm having. And then you, you just have a plan. The next thing is invest no matter how small. So if you don't save, how would you invest? You can't invest. What do you invest in? We'll talk about that later. Invest no matter how small. Invest. Securities, estates. You have companies in Ghana that are very, very reliable. Look for reliable companies because you are young and you want to invest for future. All right? Do you know some people invest so much in shares? Shares, you know? I have a lot of stories. They told me, you know, I was working again. They told me your first salary. The way you spend it, the way you spend it on your salary. Please write it down. Don't forget. The way you spend your first salary is the way you'll be spending the remaining. So when you get your first salary, don't say, okay, when another one comes, this one, this one there, I'll buy clothes, half of it for clothes. The only thing you can use your first salary for that will be justifiable is to sow it into God's kingdom. So, the way, so they told me the way I saved, so I began to spend about 30% of my salary. 30%. The remaining, I was putting it into shares. I was buying shares. I was buying shares. I was buying shares. I was buying shares. So you can buy shares. But like I told you, you must know, is it a reliable company? You must find out. The only shares I can buy in Nigeria is First Bank. Because that bank is like Nigeria. If anything should happen to you, something has happened to Nigeria. 1819. You know First Bank? They are here, right? They are here. So look for good companies. Look at their histories if you buy shares. We'll get to that later. Cut down on frivolous spending. Cut down on frivolous spending. Cut it down. Cut down on it. When you see frivolous spending, cut down. What you browse. You don't need some of those things. You see, Facebook. And that thing is so powerful, it affects everybody, even men of God. You know, one day I was on Facebook for two hours. I should be reading my book. I dealt with myself. I deleted it for you. I made it about two years. I didn't get back there. I said, what's the meaning of this? So don't go to what is none of your business. Cut down on those frivolous expenses. Don't do visitation that will cost you money every now and then, and then the money is just flowing out. Be careful. Look at bleeding points. If you are bleeding in a particular way, look into it. Sell off and recycle in order to not to tie down money. Sell off. Recycle. If there are things you don't need again and you are not willing to give it out, sell it off. Then you get the money, right? Recycle things. Don't just be throwing things like a prodigal son. You say, how about this, baby? I, I don't need it. How about this? You are not the rich one. It's your parents. And they are two different things. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, will, you, you yourself, you will work your own work. Is that not it? So whatever you have now, don't think you are the one. You are not the one. It's a privilege. Use it well. Use it well. Kept down. I, I, a lady was telling me that she has a friend who always wants to carry her to Isaac. The lady kept her Who should not your father be? Save now. You don't know what will happen to that man tomorrow. Some girls are very stupid. They spend for me. Giving guys money. You see, I mean, they told me this girl will call the parent. He said, Mommy, I need to buy a book. The mother said, But I've given you money for that. He said, No, Mommy, you have not given me. And the mother said, Okay, some children are wicked. Don't be a wicked child to your parents. I beg you. You see, wicked girl, she doesn't know she's, she's doing something that will get back to her in the future. Because the guy wants to service you. You are now pushing your mommy to give you the money. She doesn't have. She's a 
Then the mother will send, send it the money. And immediately she will call the girl boyfriend. He said, I don't want that, send it. She's stupid. <laughs> and funny enough, the, the woman is into ministry. Will she hand over ministry to you? Will she hand over ministry to her? Is ministry a company? It's not a company. So she won't have that, that luxurious forever. It's just for a short time. Render service or sell something. Do something. Render service. Render service. Render one service. Now look at this very well. Rendering service is what my brother is doing. You snap picture. You see? You see some ladies will be thinking, I want a guy who will be spending money but not working. This is a snapping picture. Render service. Wash clothes. Do anything. Sorry. Do anything. Sell recharge cards. Do something. Just do something. Mother and smoke. Go on Facebook every morning. Drop a words of wisdom there. You are doing some business. Okay, you don't know. Drop a words of wisdom there. You know, I see so many people doing something in Ghana. That's a whole lot of encouragement. A lot of students doing something. But it's not just to do something, but to do it and you are intelligent about how you will channel. Delay gratification. There are things delayed. Delay gratification. I have this phone. This phone has been doing what I didn't ask it to do. It, when I'm pressing R, it will be pressing to, 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 to for me. And I'm not going to buy another one for now. Because as I look into my spending, not because I cannot buy it, but in my budget, this phone is not there now. And I'm not going to buy it. I tell you the truth. I can buy it. I can buy it. I can just buy it. Some people just bless me with some big money. Maybe I didn't plan for it. I can just use it to buy the thing. But I'm telling myself, I'm no longer living by this money. Okay? I'm no longer. How can you be in a house and you have four or five gadgets? For what? Now I'm closing, please. Let's look at financial empowerment. Around a sound financial intelligence quotient will produce financial empowerment. When you are financially intelligent, then you'll be empowered. You'll be empowered. Now look at this quickly, please. I'm running. Look at this. What is this? Go to the next slide. Lion versus rat. Now look at, okay? This rat, does he have hope in the face of this lion? Hope. All right, move on. No hope for you, whatever they have. But unfortunately, the rat was able to tie it down and peg it round. That's what we call financial intelligence. This lion represents your needs. Your financial needs is huge. It's huge. If you are to put what you need on paper, you realize it's so huge. You want to help your mother. Some of you want to help somebody. Some of you have. So as you graduate, you will see that your financial needs is so huge. So you need the wisdom like a rat never to engage in a rat race. You know what they call rat race? You look, you finish, then you get a job. No matter how, how rich or how good that job will pay you, it's not your company. Don't pride yourself in another man's company. It's not your own. So don't respect anyone working in the van. Is it your father's van? Is it your van? You have two one, I have two one. You're only privileged by grace to be working there. I'm not in any way special than me. Neither do you have a better brain than myself. So don't pride yourself like this. So some guys are not wise. When they get into bank, you see them ride nice car. Go and ask them the secret. They are borrowing money. Bankers borrow money. You know when I was working in the bank, even as a Christian, you borrow. You can borrow to buy food. 
is not willing to buy anything. If I own my wife, you don't think about how you live. You don't think about saving sometimes. You just borrow. It will cost me more than the paper. I'll just keep it. I'm the credit officer. I'll just write it. It's sweet when you want to borrow. <laughs> Kindly oblige me the sum of 50,000 naira and take for my three months salary. And you're like, it's sweet. You just submit it. Then the money land, you collect it. But it's not your money. It's not yours. Then people think you are rich. You are not. You need the wisdom. Even though you are a rat, seemingly, before a huge financial need, you need the wisdom to tie you down. That's financial intelligence. This is financial intelligence. Go to the next slide. Now look at this. The rat was able to capture the lion and then hook it up. That's financial empowerment. How did this thing get the power to do this? It's because it's intelligent, right? Not because it has the inherent strength or power, but it's intelligence that made it to be able to do this. So you can capture your needs and you will not have to be in debt because you have been empowered. I pray the Lord will empower you in Jesus' name. Amen. This is the right time to start. Financial empowerment, therefore, gaining control over one's existing and potential income Granting the ability to wisely invest, save at will. Look at this. Save at will rather than having bills, loans, and unnecessary ill-advised purchases that control your income. Did this as a student? Does it have anything to do with your age? The way you honor is the way you grow. That's the kind of why the person will be. Sweetheart, ice cream, shawarma. <laughs> See that is ice cream. Then buy. It doesn't matter how rich you think. You are eating everything. You see, you see this corona. Not many people have lost their jobs. In Nigeria, when you hear people work, working in the whole industry, they are the richest. Whole industry. The last time they told their sister, they told each other, so they were paying them. For the past one year, they've been paying them. They are not with you. They were working from home. They said some of you will go. Shell is already calling back their assets in Nigeria because of instability and security. So those big guys before, they were doing like they were rich. They were paying them. This is another experience. So the guy, they started the business. The guy went to another shell guy. He called The guy just collected money from Shell. Huge money. You know that means they put your picture into your hands. They manage it. That is where some of them, because they are not gaining financial intelligence, they are giving them huge money. And their lifestyle has grown. For instance, I don't know, maybe you know Nigeria, but it's already with Ghana. They gave me 500,000 Ghana cities. They said, go, you don't need your services. And you are just for the pay. 500,000 Ghana Meanwhile, every month, they used to pay you. 20,000 Ghana cities every month. Do you understand? Now, as they give you that 500,000 Ghana cities, will they pay you 20,000 Ghana cities the next month? For the whole year, will they pay you? So they are not paying you again. If you have not had, if you don't have anything, where will you be picking money from? Because you have taught your family that every Saturday we go to eat cheese, we eat, we eat, we eat, we drink ice cream, we go to beach, we travel to Canada, then we go to Rome every year. Then you are taking that money from the 500,000 after 10 years. What happened to you? 
So don't ever, even if you get a good job, that is not you. If you don't think about what you do, and then you get a good job, you started driving nice car, you think that is you, you have been deceived. That's not you. So if you get a good job as you graduate, remember that this job, I will not just increase my lifestyle. Don't just increase your lifestyle anyhow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't just increase your lifestyle anyhow. Say, they say, please, can you buy this? Say, no, I don't use that kind of food anymore. <laughs> I don't use the recent one. 2022, <laughs> <laughs> That's one I used. All these ones. I will ask you, this man, are you working? Are you the owner of the company? He said, no, I'm the admin, but they are paying us. What do, what do we want to use the money? They are paying us. Every allowance, traveling allowance, eating allowance, chicken allowance, drinking allowance, washroom allowance, every allowance. Don't be deceived. That's not you. Be intelligent. Gain control over your existing and your potential income. The one you have and the one to come. Gain control over it. Be in charge. Be in charge. You get the wise, do wise investments. Save now that you are on that period. You know, now your parent can give you money anyhow. Do you know? You can ask mom, mom, this money is not enough. And you collect it, you go to save it. You are the wisest person. You are not saving it. Eh? From uncles, you are not saving the money. By the time you graduate, you have a lot to decide on, on what you want to do. I will tell you some of the things you can do. It can be described as a process of moving away from financial instability and possessiveness to financial stability and alertness. Three. All right, look at this picture. Let's go. Let's run. I didn't know. Who look at this guy. What's he standing on? How many? Can you count? And he's trying to see the guy on the other hand. He's standing on that ladder. Now look at this one. Who is the wisest? Who is wiser? I mean, they are both stupid. This is very He's got lots of money. He doesn't know how to use it. He's still trying to look over. He didn't see. They are not different. This one's got a lot of resources. He doesn't know how to use it. This one has got one. He still doesn't know how to use it. You say it's not enough. He said, look at my neighbor. He has plenty. <laughs> so he's trying to copy his neighbor. He said, yeah, I got plenty. He said, but you have one. Use that one. He said, it's small, Charlie. I can't say from this. How can I say from this one? He said, what if it breaks? He said, that's what this guy is thinking. His mindset is, what if it breaks? Let me see if I can jump. And this one says, I'll put everything together. This is what? A prodigal son. Is wasting the whole resources. Financial empowerment does not start with the question, what must I do to gain financial power? It's not that. But how should I utilize the resources, the money, the time, and the relationship that I have now? How do I utilize it? How do I utilize it? How do I utilize it? My sister told me, he just, she just got married. I have a lot of sisters, not from my father and mother, but from fellowship days. And the guy likes to drink ice cream after service on Sunday. Bowl, 
And then she's a girl. Then she told the guy, he said, this ice cream thing, you can't continue. You can't continue this ice cream thing. You are married. He said, you can't continue because you are wasting money. It's bleeding. You are bleeding the family's finance. She told me that she stopped that guy from that habit. So financial empowerment does not start with, the, with that question. Please go to the next slide. To be financially empowered, you must receive value. You must create value, sorry. So you must create value. What value are you creating? You, you create value because you are primarily financially intelligent. So you create value because you are financially informed. You are informed. You are informed what not to use your money for. You are informed that this phone has expiry dates. Let it expire before you buy another one. Even if your dad gives you money, keep it. Keep it. Let that money work for you. Let this phone expire before you buy another one. The screen is broken. Are you still able to call? Are you still able to type? Are you still able to do all of those stuff? Keep using it. Get the money for a new phone, but don't go and buy it. Why are you enriching other people? Africa is the, is the largest market for these guys. They don't use it. Have you seen them on TV before? You need to see them and see the, the kind of phone they are using. Except they need it for something else. Some of them, the phone they are using, you will never imagine this is the kind of phone this guy will be using. One cricket nonsense phone is what they will be using. But Africa, we are so poor in the mind. We determine our value by things we carry. The phone I carry, the car I drive, the house I live in, the clothes I wear, the ring I put on. Then, okay, if that is your value, it's okay. Then hide it, keep it. You know you can't keep it. You have to show it. Oh, baby. How about you? It's my phone. It's my phone, sir. It's not my phone. I just bought it. Too. I want them to see it. Some guys, when they carry it, they will drop the phone. They will drop it. You know, guys, guys are wicked. Be careful, ladies. They will drop the car Two phones. iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. And so what? <laughs> iPhone can buy 2,000 blocks. You move the house. It will reach here. Your mates are buying iPhone, but you are already building. You know, I always tell people a story. The guy here is now in service. Joshua. Joshua came to my house. I was thinking, he will get to Porsche. I was thinking that guy has come. He will come to my house with one trouser, one shirt. First time, the seat. Second time, the seat. Third time, he's from this school. Did I change my mindset about them? He said, he will kill. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's okay. He was using one useless food. The food yeah. is not intelligent at all. It's not smart. I'm not saying you should go and use that kind. But that food is not smart. I think you should use your food. Yes. Did Joshua change my mind? All of you are gone. Joshua didn't go. He said, I'm coming to see you, Pastor. Two weeks after, all of you are gone to meet your mommy and daddy. Joshua came. I said, Josh, you didn't go. He said, No. He said, I'm looking for money. Is that only for what? I want to send it to my partner. He's on the phone. He needs money. I said, which one? He said, we have the class. That's the way it goes. Oh, we have to have class. We are planning to make it. I said, did your father know that? I don't want him to know. He said, that land is cursed. He didn't tell me. He said, that's not about our friend. He said, that friend of mine is not yet in school. So when I think, we come to school, and I will Then we have a plan of sending train all our workers, not the same day to school, and exporting to Naples 
in Africa and that in Zoom. That day, my orientation, my reading about Joshua. So you've got to create value. People are creating value no matter how small they are creating value. Sorry to say, when I met Vin, he came to campus, he wasn't doing anything. Then after a while, he added value to himself. So that he told me he's not looking for a job. It's that kind of mindset. It's a good mindset. But he wants to create his own. So when you are looking at the value creation, the first thing you ask yourself is why. The next thing is how. The third thing is what. So as you are thinking, what should I do? First of all, think why. Then second, think how. Then think what. Why do I need to do this thing? Why? Don't think money. You see, when you think money, money will run from you. Think service. Think solutions. Think I want to solve a problem. You see, when you are solving a problem, people will pay for the problem you are solving. Is that not it? Sorry. So ask yourself why. That's the first thing. I want to be taking, I want to be a photographer. I want to learn how to photographer. Why? Because the way this age is going, I think people need to. Then how do I get into it? Then you begin to think of what to get. Then what? That talks about what. What do I buy? What do I make? What's the money in there? Please, let's move on fast. Now, so these are the f- eco- these are the values you can create. Anything that someone might consider useful, important, or desirable. You can create economic value, that wealth, resources, physical value, emotional value. You know, it can be a, it can be a work when you say you just want to be a counselor, you just want people to talk to you. And you are doing it out of your free will because you like to do it, and that will give you money. That is your business in future. Now just talk to me. And you know, I've been wondering, just talk to me. You have problems, just talk to me. You know, there are a lot of businesses they do out of the country in those advanced nations that we don't do in Africa. They say, just talk to me, I won't talk. And somebody you just pick your phone, you are talking to someone for the 30 minutes, just just onboarding to that person. It's a value you are creating. That's a counselor. Social value, effective relationships among people. Some people know how to connect, right? They know how to connect. Some don't know. They are, they are introverts. Some people know how to, it's a value you are creating. Those are the guy, the kind of guys that will be MC. All right, comedian. We don't know before that being a comedian can fetch you money. We don't know. My, my, I too used to tell my wife that my brother, anytime he gathers in the midst of his friend, they say, like, Joe, tell us story. They call it Fabu. Then the guy will tell them story, then they will laugh. That time in the 80s, Nothing, nobody is thinking about comedy. But it was one guy, Alibaba, who started it. So he's the father of comedian in Nigeria. He started it with guys from the worry. You know all those guys? <laughs> you know, they know some comedian. You know those guys? They, they just begin to think, oh, we can make money with this thing. Do you know I don't like watching some of those? I will tell them, I won't give you my money. I'm, th- I'm thinking you are making lots of money like this. Social value. 
So what can you do? Get on the internet. Do it. Cognitive value, knowledge, wisdom. You've got knowledge to solve a particular problem. Then political value. Maybe you're a leader. You like to you know, engage yourself in politics. That's also you are creating value. Then look, kinds of value creating capital. Now we're getting down to the solution. You need a capital to create value. You need value capital to create financial empowerment. Please move, to, just keep moving. Kinds of value creating capital, I'm just ending just with the next four or five slides. Number one capital you need is thoughts, word, your word. Say my word, my thoughts. That's your first capital. It's not money. Your word, your thoughts. I don't know what you want to do. Keep saying it. Say it everywhere you go. Just say it. Keep saying it. Keep thinking about it. Right? The Bible says that the, it, 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 out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A man shall be satisfied by the fruit of his, what, of his lips. What you say, you keep saying it. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a network. The, to be a powerful network in the whole of Ghana and then everybody will come into it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. I tell you the truth, there is power in it. When I wanted to do a business while in Nigeria, I keep thinking about it. The money I was thinking about, my salary was extremely small. I can't get that money from my salary. I will need to work for one year and some months before I get that money. And if I work for one year and some months and I get that money, am I going to use it for the business? I keep thinking about it. Every day, I keep thinking about it. So keep thinking about that thing. Keep saying it. What you are doing is that you are generating a power. The whole world is created by words. Is that not it? So it's a capital. It's the most expensive, most important capital because that is the capital God, God himself used. He employed to create the whole world. Let there be. Let there be. Let there be. And there was. Is that not it? So words are powerful. So whatever you want to do, bury yourself in the word of God. But if you are empty-headed in the word of God, you don't have any word then. That's the reason why you, you must do something in the word. Number two is time. I tell you, I just have about a few flights. We are done. Time is your most important asset. You don't buy it. You have it. Do you have time? Have you heard many people say, I don't have time? Some people are supposed to be here tonight, they say they don't have time. You see that kind of thing. They don't have time, but they have time to be going about. Some are dancing out there, I was seeing them. If you call them to come and listen to this, they say, I don't have time. So you have time, it's only a matter of priority. Yeah. You are only prioritized. I don't have time for such thing. I want to use my time for things. Some married ladies are in their room talking cheat, doing cheat chat, nonsense. Things that will not have value. Gossiping on phone, looking at other people's Facebook status, checking it. You know, you know some people can spend one hour on status. <laughs> so that's time you are wasting. You are burning it. You know, you are burning your time. You know, when I'm watching films, sometimes I'm watching. I'm asking myself, what am I watching? So that I would, the person who acted the film is already at home, is sleeping, or is doing something else. You are sitting with what he has done. And he's getting money. Use your time wisely. Time is a product. Time will produce something. Is that not it? Time will produce something. If you are just given to reading books, keep reading it. You are investing. 
If all you have to do is to read books and you tell yourself, during this holiday, I don't have any business, I'm going to read 20 books about women. Read it. You come and tell other ladies about their structure. You say, well, why you feel like that things what is happening to you? how do you know? Is that about you? Okay, here it's many. How many days? Is it 32 or 28 days? Is it 28? Okay, two days time it will stop. Is that you? Is it you stop? Yes, I know it will stop. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Don't worry. What is he selling? Wisdom, knowledge by the virtue of reading. He has acquired so much knowledge. Time is essential. Time is needed to produce something. This time you are here tonight is not wasted. You are acquiring something. You are receiving something. Some of your mates are dancing. Some of them are sleeping. Some of them are joking. Some of them are, you know, they are doing all kinds of things. Some of them are with a guy. They are enjoying themselves. But don't worry. That enjoyment is not enjoyment. You actually do want to enjoy it. So time, time, time. All right? The next slide it talks about social capital. It talks about trust. Trust is important. You know, when I go to Ghana, I began to hear, sure. You know, don't talk. Each country has their own problem. They say, will you come to me? I say, sure. Then after a while, me and my wife, we hate sure. So when you tell us sure, I, I fear. You know, <laughs> your president told me sure. I said, sure, okay. <laughs> because when people say sure, they don't keep the words. They just give the words. They don't keep it. Social capital is how you relate. It talks about trust. It talks about trust and reciprocity. As you deal with this guy, this guy knows that you keep your words. This guy knows that you are faithful. This guy knows that you are committed. He will tell this guy. If this guy is looking for someone to help him do something, this guy will tell this guy, I need someone to help me develop a website. This guy will tell this guy, I need somebody. Then this guy will tell this guy, this guy will tell this guy, I know someone. Then he will connect to this guy. You see, this guy is at the center. By the virtue of his trust, they will announce him. The same way, if you comport and compose yourself well, on your streets, people know you. All right? They know who you are. They will tell others about you. Social capital is important. How people around you sees you, it's very, very important. How are they seeing you? Please don't say, I don't, I'm not concerned. I don't care. Whatever anybody says, then you are still a baby. Don't worry. It's only a baby that is not, it doesn't care. Even if you go outside, it doesn't care. Is that not it? So I don't care. Anything anybody say about me, no, you have to care. You have to build your social capital. The next one is human capital. Human capital is you yourself. Build yourself. They don't call it human resources again. They call it human capital. You are a capital yourself. When you build yourself, you are a capital. When you build yourself, you can tell someone, please, can you give me this money? I'll give it to you. You wouldn't need to write any letter. Do you understand? Because when you build yourself, you become a, a capital yourself. You become prestigious person. All right? Okay. Now, the, the next one and final one is financial capital. Financial capital is money. is the least. And people thought is what they need. To look for is the least. Build a trust. Build a trust with people. Build social network. And people will trust you. People can tell someone, I know her, I know him. Please deal with him. He will do well. And he will. So, financial capital is the last one, which is money. That's another way you can create value or invest. Now, these are the following ways you can invest. Business, when you have a business, it's an investment. 
You see, you see, whatever some of you are selling pure water or sachet water in your room, don't spend the money. It's business. Don't spend it. Don't touch it. You know, some students they have small freezer, they are selling it. It's not your money. Don't spend it. Leave it there. Just let it keep growing. After school, you will see that you'll be able to invest the money in something else. That's an investment. You may invest in land. I once told you that keep that money, keep that money. Don't wait till you marry. There are a lot of things you will do now. You know there are lots of areas that are not yet developed. It will remain like that forever because people keep growing and then when you go ahead of time, you buy land there, after a while it will grow. I told you where I went to buy land. I and my wife, we had struggle because I didn't see future in that place. That place today is big. If I had bought lots of plots of land today, I'll be a rich girl. But I didn't see. I thought I was still young. Now, what do I need the land? What do I need the land for? So you can invest in land. When your parents is talking about it, you can say, Mom, can you buy? You say, Come on, go and sit down. Go and face your studies. No. <laughs> it's a wrong thing. Because face my study, will you be giving me money even after study? So you can invest in that. You can invest in capital market securities, e.g., stocks, bonds. Some capital market, money market is bad. Capital market is where you buy stocks. Shares, right? You can invest little, little money here and there. It can be so small, they will accept it from you. As small as 100 Ghana cities. So you can you have to invest 200 Ghana cities. So if you look at a very reliable company, you can begin to invest there. You can invest in your skills and your talent. Like I said before, some people they know how to do comedy, then that has become an investment, right? So their voice becomes their workshop. Some people, they are orator, they know how to talk, that's, that's, they can invest in that. How do you do? You learn to do public speaking. You learn to do public speaking. Some people, they are writer, you develop yourself on that. There are a lot of skills that you, you have, develop yourself. Learn something. During the holiday, don't waste it. You jump home, learn something. Go learn something. Learn tailoring. Learn how to do something. Add value to yourself. That's an investment also. Microcredit program, you know, like I told you earlier on, your parents want money. You say, mom, I give you a thousand, you give me a thousand too. That way you are also investing. You are making money. All right? I give you this, you, you pay me back this. You do that only with people that are trustworthy around you. You can invest in commodities. That is gold, jewelries, in those days, oil, all those things, but gold especially. So if you have money, buy jewelries that you know that you can turn to money in the future. That's an investment. You can invest in mutual funds. Some companies tells you, be saving this amount of money. After a while, we'll give you this amount of money. That's even the least. You invest in properties. This photography is an asset. This particular machine is an asset. So you can invest in things that are assets. Things that will fetch you money in time to come. Now, as I round up, these are things that we need to always have. You need to have passion. Anything you know how to do best, you must do it with passion. Anything you know how to do best, do it with passion. The next thing is that you must have vision for everything that you are doing. Then the other thing is that you must search, seek knowledge about that your deposit of knowledge. Then sacrifice. It says nothing great was ever accomplished without making sacrifices. Nothing great. You must sacrifice. There's a day of little beginning. Start small. The Bible says, though the beginning may be small, but your latter hand shall greatly increase. Start small. Start early. And then you must know that persistency, if you are persistent, you will get it. If you are consistent, you will keep it. Persistency helps you to get it. Consistency helps you to keep it. 
as a roundup, I want to tell you about the self-discipline, very important. The number one trait that is essential to accomplish goals is discipline. Discipline is doing what needs to be done even if you don't want to do it. That's discipline. As a roundup, in closing, I want to tell you, you can. Maybe this is where you are, I won't do it. I can't do it. I want to do it. How do I do it? I will try to do it. I can do it. I will do it. Yes, I did it. So if there is something in your mind, you've got to take a step. I want to stop here today. And then maybe you have any question. Um, then I'll quickly answer your question. But before I ask you a question, I want to tell you one thing. I made a promise to God and I want to fulfill it. There is one major thing I need to tell you. If you get the woman today and then you do not get God, you should have been waste. I want to ask you if Jesus should come right now as we are seeing. I'm talking to you. Would you be able to go with you? Is it a Muslim? Is Jesus coming now? Yeah. You know he's coming back. Yeah. You. Yeah. I want you to bow with me. Before we talk about this. If you are not sure because of your secret life, you will go with Jesus. You don't have him in your life. I want it to to you to come into your life. Perhaps Jesus is trying to take you out of that wrong relationship, but you are struggling with it. Tonight, Jesus wants to be your boyfriend, your savior, your master. If you know when Jesus comes, you will make it. Ask him to come into your heart now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Tell him to forgive your sins. Tell him to come into your heart. Tell him to come. Tell him to forgive you. That sin, pornography that you always look into, that is wrecking your life, tell Jesus about it. That pornography is already wrecking you. But Jesus wants to save you. Tell him to come. Save your life tonight. Please talk to Jesus. Into my heart. Into my heart. Come to my heart. Lord Jesus, come into the day, come into the
please talk to Jesus. I don't want you to leave this place without Jesus in your life. If you know you are not sure Jesus found down, you are not sure, please talk to me. Let today, 14th day, be your day. You may be part of the executive, but you know that Jesus is not there. Tell him to person sitting beside you that you are an uncommon woman. No, like say me, me, and mention your name. I am an uncommon woman. As you see me sitting there like that. I am an uncommon woman. Tell your the person sitting beside you, like don't undermine me. Don't undermine you. I am an uncommon woman. I am an uncommon woman. <laughs> God bless you. So um yeah. The, the mission is to produce ladies of excellence, ladies of value. Hardly will you see ladies actually walking in purpose. Hardly will you see ladies who are dying for Christ, even in this generation. I mean, we are bought them by Jesus Christ. <laughs> because now the world is changing and everything is now turning into slaying. But I want you to be a real queen and not a slayer. Because the slave queen looks at what the man drives, but the real queen looks at what drives the man. The slave queen will check where the man lives, but the real queen will check where the man is going to. The slave queen, are you ready? Yeah. We check the size of the television of the man. Hey. But I mean, you are here to check the vision of the man. Hey, hey. hey. I want you to like spark it as speaking tones, like Lima Osha, Tai Rabosha. I mean, the slave queen, the slave queen, we check, we check. Everything about the man, where he's he, he's um from the the how should I even say it? The the slave queen actually is going to check what drives the man his um what what the man is driving, what he eats. You get it, his appearance and everything. But you are checking the vision of the man. You are here to be enlightened. I mean, to, to have a vision so that when you are even choosing your partner, you know what you are going in for. Do, do you get it? Do you get it? So tell the person sitting beside you that I'm a real queen. You are not a gold digger. You are a gold carrier. I am a gold carrier. Because ladies, will, when you are going into a relationship, you will check the guy, he has money. So you are when you do that, you are a gold digger. But I want you to tell the person sitting beside you, you are a gold carrier. When, when the queen Sheba was going to visit Solomon, 
challenging questions, then you should be able to answer. Don't, don't be the guy that, don't be the lady that the guy, this, I'm going to tell Ella. No, let me tell my friend. Let me tell my wife. Ella, dear, let me come with Snapchat. That so this this is the vision of, of, I mean, you are transformed, right? From what our pastor said, you, you have been transformed. So this is what we want to do every year. This is what you want to do every year. So, we want to produce Queen Esther, Esther in our generation. Women of destiny, women who could stand for their destiny. So your life is not a joke. Your life is not, you, you are not playing on a trick and a joke. I, I mean, I mean you, you are a woman on purpose. So you can you can stand for whatever that you, you, you have envisioned in your heart. Did you get it? Like, as you are drinking your soap, Olu, I hope it's nice. I hope it's nice. So Esther had favor. We, we, we are women of favor. And whenever you carry favor, you carry flavor. <laughs> Tell your friend that I refuse to be refused. I refuse to be refused. I fail not to fail. I refuse to be refused. And I deny to be denied. These are the words of favor. And these are what Esther carried. These are what Esther carried. So you are being a woman of... Don't be... What's the name? Sarafira. Partner in crime. You are a woman of Esther. You are you are a Deborah. The Bible does understand that. And Deborah became a mother unto Israel. So you are going to be a mother. I hope you know that your life is connected to a generation. You know, right? Yes. So if you know that your life is connected, I mean, you can't fail. Because if you are failing, you may choose to fail for yourself. That's fine. You want to feel for yourself, that's fine. But for the generation that you are going to, um, I mean, be a mother of, you can't feel. Say, I can't feel. Like, you can't feel. You won't feel. And so you coming here, it's not the wrong choice. You didn't make the wrong Where would you have been? Let's, let's be frank. Those who have been lying on bed, like, raise your hand. Those who have been watching Korean movies, raise your hand. Those who have been posting food on their studies, raise your hand. And they still raise your hand. 
Those who have been making calls, please wait. So the thing, the thing, when I say uncommon woman's summit, what do you say? I am that woman. Let's let's do this short exercise and we are out of here. First Samuel 126. First Samuel 126. We all know the story behind um Hannah and Penina, right? Yes. So Hannah will go to the temple and then cry unto God each and every year. And she will go back to the house and Penina will laugh at I mean, don't be a Penina in somebody's life. Don't be a Penina in somebody's life. Always be an Esther. Jacob. So this, this woman will go to the temple, go and cry unto God. And the Bible doesn't understand that there was a period that she she poured out her heart. And there was no there was no way. There was no autumn. It was just I mean, nothing but the heart being poured unto God. And the, and the prophet came and he was like, you woman, you are drunk. Those are best. Who don't analyze issue, but you just assume. You just assume. I'm laughing because of a reason. I mean, please stop. You just assume. This prophet came and he was just like, you are drunk. He just started to, and this woman was just pouring out a heart into God. So she he, he, she told the prophet that I am not drunk, but I am just pouring out my heart unto God because of this and this reason. You know, right? So a year later, the woman came again and she was giving thanks. This time round, it wasn't tears, but it was thanksgiving. I want you to know that whatever problem you are going through, there is an expiry date. Hallelujah. There's an expiry date. The Bible is understand that everything has an end. So whatever we are facing, I mean, it may not be pleasant. The, the present affliction that we are going through, there will be an expiry day. There will be a day that you will go. The place or whomever you tell your sad stories to, that person is going to hear another story, which is a story of tears of joy. Wherever you used to cry, I mean, shedding tears on the pillow, there will be a, a time that you are going to rather be happy and be laughing on your pillow, and you will be full of joy. There's an expiry date to whatever you are going through. So this woman came, and this time around, she came with another encounter. She came with another countenance from the face. So the, the prophet couldn't actually recognize her. He was, he was like... Who are you? Let's let's read the treatises first. I appreciate if you can get me amplified NLT or message. Amplified first Samuel one twenty six. Oh my Lord, I surely ask you, so my Lord, I am that I am the woman who 
often at first criticize the woman. I mean, you don't know the person you were criticizing. Hey. So the prophet at first criticized Hannah. But this time around, he couldn't distinguish. I mean, people should check our life. The Bible because understand that Jesus Christ, when he was doing his ministerial work on earth, the people asked him, is this the son of the carpenter? People should look our, at our life, whatever we are doing now, and ask, is this the LC I used to know? Or this is a new LC. Is this the portion I used to know? Or there is a new portion. After the end of this summit, you should be able to tell people that I am that woman. I mean, there have been transformation. People should ask you that, who are you? And you, oh, you don't know me, I'm that woman. Like, I'm the lady who used to be this, but now I'm a lady walking in purpose. I am a lady of vision now. There should be transformation in your life. So you get to know that your life is worth every investment. Your life is worth every investment. So put in, push into it so that you will be able to stand as a woman of transformation, as a woman who is being transformed, who has gone through the process. Gold has its value. But when gold is refined, it becomes brighter. Your value is inherent. But when, as you invest more into yourself, it, make, it comes forth and it shows and it shines. You, you have all the time in the world to do all the pleasures, do all the Snapchat, do all the videos, but you don't have the time to invest into yourself. You need to be checking your life. Hannah came out as a transformed woman. That is why we, we have the team, I am that woman. And whatever that you are doing, somebody says that um, if you want to know your future in 10 years time, check whatever you are doing now. If you want to know how you'll be managing your life or how your life will be brighter in 10 years' time, then check what you are doing now. So we want to be that woman. We want to be that woman. Can we be on our feet?